Two days to talk about it. Good evening and welcome to the Dr. Zeus Film Podcast. That is one of the many incarnations of Death on the Nile. Com- you know, the, the brainchild behind Agatha Christie. Or, sorry, Agatha Christie, the brainchild behind Death on the Nile, Murder on the Orient Express, Death, Death in the Sun, I think that's what it is. Um, directed by Kenneth Branagh. I'm trying to remember how many times Death on the Nile has been. I mean, Hercule Poirot, Hercule Poirot, this Belgian um, detective, is synonymous with great literature. We've all seen original Murder on the Orient Express directed by the late um, Sidney Lumet and then here we are this is a new era through uh, the eyes and lens of Kenneth Branagh Kenneth Branagh has, is having an interesting year 
because he's got Death on the Nile, which was postponed so many times because of COVID. It was supposed to open in 2019. And then uh, Belfast, for which he won an Academy Award for Best Original Screenplay. Now, I've seen the original Death on the Nile, and it starred the late Peter Ustinov, two-time Academy Award winner. That Death on the Nile had a very interesting cast. That was always the thing about the Agatha Christie mysteries were the casts. And the 1978 film, I mean, you had Peter Ustinov, Betty Davis, Mia Farrow, Olivia Hussey, George Kennedy, Angela Lansbury, David Niven, Maggie Smith. I mean, come on. And that was that one, which came out in 1978, was directed by. Let's see. John Gillerman. John Gillerman. And. That's not all, though, because Hercule Poirot hasn't just been portrayed by Kenneth Branagh and Peter Ustinov and Albert Finney. In the United Kingdom, there is another actor who is very well known for playing Hercule Poirot. And his name is... David Suchet. David Suchet. David Suchet has played Hercule Poirot from 1989 to 2013. Now that is intense. Alright? Now, this new Death on the Nile has a very interesting cast. The critics slayed it. I was thinking about this in bed the other night. The critics are never truly satisfied. The critics are basically like Annette Bening's character in American Beauty. They are they are sexually frustrated and they are not sexually satisfied. Okay? Especially when it comes to a film. This wasn't the best, but I'll tell you, there were some twists and turns that I didn't even expect. And see, first and foremost, I'm not a critic. Okay? I'm not a critic. I am a filmmaker, I'm an artist, and so the layers of a really great film are what interests me. And in that aspect, you have this cast. Tom Bateman as Book. Annette Benning as... How do you say her name? Euphemia. Euphemia. Kenneth Branagh as Hercule Poirot. Russell Brand <laughs> as Linus Whittlesham. Fazala, Don French, yes, Jennifer Sanders is in this too, Gal Gadot, Wonder Woman herself, Army Hammer, who, yeah, Rosie, uh, Rose Leslie, Emma Mackey, Sophie Okanedo, who was in uh, uh, Hotel Rwanda, even got an Oscar nomination for that, and of course, the sister of Black Panther herself, Letitia Wright. Wright. Now, 
this one shows why Hercule Poirot wears the, the mustache because he was a World War I veteran and a lot of craziness happened in World War One. a lot of bloodshed and a lot of other things that I won't talk about because you have to watch the film to find out what happens So here we are. 2022. <laughs> Three years. Think about it. Death on the Nile was supposed to be released in 2019. And then it was pulled back to 2020. And then 2021. And then finally, 2022. As a filmmaker, Kenneth Branagh really is much more than meets the eye. I think in the beginning, people saw him as the heir apparent to uh, Sir Lawrence Olivier because because of how he was taking Shakespeare and the, the text, text and the dialogue. But if you've ever seen Kenneth Branagh's Hamlet, it was totally different. Totally. Because he put his own spin on it. Because he knew that people were going to be, oh, that's the next Olivier. The difference between Brana and Olivier is, Brana is Irish. And if you've seen Belfast, that is a biographical film. He is not a British-born actor. He is an Irish-born, born in Belfast, actor and moved to England uh, during the troubles of the Protestant and the Catholic fight in, in Belfast. And so that's, that's the difference between Olivier and Brana. Sir Lawrence Olivier, British-born, upper, I wouldn't say upper crust, you know. Um, so Brana and, and Olivier come from two different worlds. So their interpretation of Shakespeare is totally different. And I saw, I'm trying to remember where I saw it. I think it was some kind of an award ceremony. And the interviewer compared, he said, you know, people always compare Brana to Olivier. And he says, no, I would compare Kenneth Brana to Orson Welles. Because like Orson Welles, he was able to interpret things on his own terms where you get artistic control. And with the Hercule Poirot character, unlike Albert Finney, unlike Peter Ustinov, unlike, unlike David Sachet, Kenneth Branagh is not only playing Hercule Poirot, he is directing. So as an actor, when you're having to direct yourself, you're having to... Um, modulate the character but at the same time you're having to watch everything else going on so it's it's a bit of madness that's pro that's probably why uh if you look at actor directors toward the end of their lives they're kind of a little maddening if you look at if you look at olivier toward the end of his life his brain was just basically mush according to many people because he he uh, he was always 
he was always alternating scenes in his head so he had all this dialogue in his head and then at the same time he's having as a director he's having to watch everyone else watch the camera yeah it's 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 multitasking but it's madness and so with Kenneth Branagh playing Hercule Poirot Hercule Poirot has been around for a long time I mean that character created by Agatha Christie let's see let's see how old really this character is okay he's been in the short stories between 1920 and 1975 here we go Hercule Poirot has been played by Austin Trevor John Moffat, Albert Finney, Peter Ustinov, Ian Holm, Tony Randall, Alfred Molina, Orson Welles, David Sachet, Kenneth Branagh, and John Malkovich. Those are all the gentlemen who have played Hercule Poirot, who is this Belgian detective. And I remember years ago, Doctor Who, which is... I love that show. That That is that is really a british institution but now i love that it's it's spread out and and i always meet people who are whovians so it's not just a british thing and there's an instance where the doctor and his um the doctor always had um companions and his companion donna noble she was really funny and they end up in england i think during the 20s at a party and the party is being given in honor of Agatha Christie. And it talks about this night that I guess she disappeared and she had no memory of it. And the party guests are asking her about how she came up with the character of Hercule Poirot. And they said, why a Belgium detective? And she says, oh, Belgians make such great buns. And it's like, okay. <laughs> Do you know, um, toward the end of her life, Agatha Christie wasn't particularly pleased with many of the adaptions of her novels. But as Stephen King said, once you sign it over and you receive that check, that's that's it. You have to just shut up. But she did, from what we've been told, enjoy Sidney Lumet's Murder on the Orient Express. I love Murder on the Orient Express, the original, because that's such a great cast as is Death on the Nile. If you think the, fir the first one, Murder on the Orient Express, you've got Lauren Bacall and Sean Connery and Vanessa Redgrave and, oh God, uh, Sir John Gielgud. And then in Death on the Nile, you have Betty Davis and Maggie Smith and Mia Farrow and Angela Lansbury and David Niven. Yeah. And so here we are. The, these, these re—I re, I, I think we would call it a reimagining—are uh, interesting, and so I trust David. Or David, I, I trust Kenneth Branagh artistically because he's a pro. He's, you know, he's not going to fuck it up. If if you saw if you saw Belfast, and and this is just my personal opinion. Belfast should have won a lot more awards than it was nominated for because it was so moving to watch. It's such a universal story and it's and then you forget that it's taking place in Belfast that it had because it's about 
the human condition and you have these two different sides you have the, the catholics and the protestants fighting yet at the same time in 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 that neighborhood you have kenneth Branagh's family who are protestant and his character is in love with a little catholic girl when they're growing up and they don't want the catholics to leave so there's that um so as a filmmaker kenneth Branagh really like i said i i trust him with this and um this 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 was an interesting adaption because i thought oh you know i'm gonna watch it and i kind of let it simmer a little bit and then i went back to it and i thought wait a minute there's much more to it than your typical agatha christie story and what kenneth brana was able to do in terms of location too I, i thought it was beautifully done but also the story there were certain things that i mean that ending if you watch it you'll see i don't think that's in the original so he was able to i wouldn't say take liberties but if we can go over to death on the nile you know i saw death in the sun i think it was during the pandemic i'd never watched it before and i and i found it interesting I think I watched it because um, Diana Rigg had just died. And in Death, Death in the Sun, you had Maggie Smith. And I'm trying to forget who else. And Kenneth Branagh has said that he intends to do more Hercule Poirot uh, films. So that's that's interesting is that um, he'll probably do more, more than just three. Because I'm trying to think how many novels there are with Hercule Poirot. Let's see. But yeah, it's um upon watching it, there were there were some interesting things where I thought, oh okay, you know, this person's gonna die. And then I was totally stunned with um because my memory of the first death on the Nile is a little sketch uh, it's a little uh, hazy because I haven't watched Death in the Nile in a long time. So if we can look at, uh, let's see here. Okay. All right. Yeah, the critic, the critics were not happy with it. But as I've said before, you don't live for the critics. So fuck the critics. You don't live for them. And I don't do shows where I'm. T- as a critic because a critic can make or break a film and they can make or break an artist and really word of mouth is where you really want to go in terms of letting people know about a film and I experienced that with The Northman I love The Northman other people that I knew saw The Northman and they hated it and that's and that's understandable We we all have our different tastes but uh, you know as I was telling someone the other day we were talking about film and I said I don't just watch I force myself to watch films that other people are scared to watch like foreign films because you know how people are I don't want to read the movie (sighs) and it's like yeah but you're gonna you're gonna watch a film 
that's from a different country like Sweden or Germany or Spain um, I will be honest that I still haven't watched all the way through a Pedro Armadavar film I've always heard great things about Pedro Armadavar my professor in college my Spanish professor would always talk about Pedro Armadavar and he would always, because Pedro would always have Antonio Banderas and Penelope Cruz and um, Javier Bardem in his films and um, because he's a Spanish director so eventually one day because I've always heard you know Pedro Almodovar has got Talk to Her For My Mother what's the other film that he did uh, Volver um, so you know eventually like I said I will get around to sitting down and watching Pedro Almodovar's films they, you know, yes, they have subtitles, and um, I know bits and pieces of Spanish. So that's it. That's that's it. But I remember my Spanish professor telling me that the accents are totally different, and they are. If you've listened to how Penelope Cruz talks or how Javier Bardem talks, um, because it's 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 a totally different dialect versus someone like Salma Hayek, who is from Mexico. And, and the dialect is totally different. Uh, but they all know each other because, you know, Hollywood is a very interesting place, especially if you are from another country and you are either welcome or you're not welcome. And a lot of the Spanish actors and Mexican actors really had to work their way to come into the film industry. But back to Kenneth Branagh, um, and this, and I want I want to mention that that wasn't really me going off topic because this is this is a diverse cast, and it, and it also makes note of that because Sophie Okonedo's character, she's this jazz singer, and she talks about how one of the characters, she she remembers she was swimming in a pool and the girl was a young girl and she said, oh I won't swim if she swam in the pool. And then has no memory of it. And the other characters are like, oh, we don't hold that against her. So they're using for that time the racism that was very rampant. And then you've got um, Middle Eastern characters and um, Asian characters in the film. So, yeah, I mean, it, it was a very interesting film. It was well done. And... I mean, the different versions of Hercule Poirot that I've seen, he's interesting. But with Kenneth Branagh, I will say there's a moment where he yells at them and he and he gave Hercule Poirot some cojones. So he was a little more forceful. Now, and he's firing the gun. If you've ever seen Murder on the Orient Express, he doesn't fire the gun. He's a little... He, I mean, this, this is... This is not your typical detective story. So, yeah. Death on the Nile. I mean, I would go back and watch the original. I love the original. But also just talking about how anxious I am to see what Kenneth Branagh is going to do with the next few films. So it was always unpleasant dreams. Mm-hmm.